This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Scott Plouffe and Daniel Lee Bostader. Thank you guys so much. And also, we want to uh, give a little shout out to uh, the SqueeCon. Our friend Hanzi is running SqueeCon on December 1st from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Lyrics Hall Theater in New Haven, Connecticut. Yes, I'll be there. You're going to go? I'm going. Oh, maybe I'll have to go. Uh, They're doing a featured screening of Wayward, the documentary, a sneak preview of uh, the upcoming docuseries Looking for Leia, a program of short films and videos. Well-known cosplayer guests are going to be there, like Kate Broomhead, Christina Evans, and of of Cost and Effect. That's a good fucking pun right there. That's fucking fantastic. Rowena's cosplays Alia Ocasio. Uh, Jacob Daniel Womack, Jen Watcher Tonks, <laughs> and more to be announced. <laughs> Performances by Cat Smith and Tea Time for Mad Girls. Panel on practical cosplay with more to be announced. Nerd Karaoke is going to be there too. Oh fuck, I might go just for Nerd Karaoke. Get get loaded. Get loaded up. Um, if you want to go, you can purchase tickets. It's at uh, filmfreeway.com forward slash squeecon forward slash tickets. Uh, the advanced tickets are $20 online. Use the promo code FAF2018 for $5 off. Uh, and that's until t- <laughs> till, until two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, tickets are $25 at the door. So uh, <clears throat> I should probably read these th- more thoroughly when I, when I say them. Anyway, that's Squeak Hunt. And uh, Hansi's been a fan of the show for a long time. So please go out if you're into that stuff. Um, just, you know, Google it, Squeak Hunt, and uh, it'll come up. It's in New Haven, Connecticut. Maybe I'll come. Maybe, maybe I won't. We'll see. We will see. So um, anyway, next up is a uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, Silent Rage. A real, a real nail biter. Was it called Silent Rage? That is what it was called. All right, Silent Rage is coming up. Okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sitting kids at Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Through computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts. I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart. I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo. Listen up, welcome to the horror show with Sean and Joe. Hello everybody and welcome to the horror show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Uh, Joe. Yes. Uh, you, did you know Chuck Norris counted to infinity twice? Can we just can we just do Chuck Norris jokes this entire episode? <laughs> Chuck Norris does not wear a condom because there's no such thing as protection from Chuck Norris. <laughs> That's solid. I thought I hated these jokes, but that one's pretty good. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, yeah, uh, this week we are doing a Chuck Norris film. Thank God, or, or not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's called Silent Rage. It was made, uh, it was released in 1982, April 2nd, 1992. Uh, April Fool's Day, the day after April Fool's Day. So, <laughs> uh, $4.5 million budget, $10.5 million box office. This fucking thing made money. Can you believe, can you believe it? I, barely. That, that's barely making money. Also, the 4.5 was estimated. I've never. I have not seen that listed anywhere. There's no way. I, something something happened. I don't know. Um, so Silent Rage is a Chuck Norris movie. It's Chuck Norris's first attempt of a movie outside of, uh, what would you say, uh, action? <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I mean, it's what is, still very much action-y. 
Do you know? Well, yes, it is. I mean, this is not like this is billed as a some type of horror I, movie or or murder. That's what I was gonna say. I th- when when you pitched this to me, first of all, I first of all I was very alarmed when I went on the letterbox and saw that you had already seen this a year ago. <laughs> yes, last year. Okay. Well, still, when you pitched this to me, I thought it was going to be like in the vein of, I don't know, copycat or something. Like Chuck Norris hunting an actual serial killer, like doing investigation and shit, like seven. That is not the case. That that, that is not even remotely the case of what this movie is. (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, This movie, I also rated it so high. So You gave it a 2.5. I I know. It it has changed, FYI. (laughs) That is way too high. Um, which, by the way, I, this this movie, I started watching this on Wednesday and I finished it this morning <laughs> oh, because exhausting. I fell asleep. I've I've fallen asleep during a movie that we've watched maybe once or twice. I fell asleep every single time. And there was a, there was a point where <laughs> last night one of the characters was removing people from the hospital and I fell asleep and I woke up and he was still removing people from a hospital. And I had like like figure out what was happening to me. <laughs> Dude, I said it to you earlier. This movie is an hour and 40 minutes and I have that hour and 30 minute rule. And really it, I'm, I'm a stickler to it, especially when there's basically six scenes in this movie. Like, there, there. There, there's not many scenes and they're just so long. <laughs> they're so unnecessary. Long. Most of these scenes are so unnecessary for this movie. Chuck Norris um, has two lovemaking scenes that last uh, 15 minutes each, at least. <laughs> An eternity. Dude, he's – I found an interview where he like – he mentioned this. He was like, yeah, after this movie, people were like, you're you're terrible at love scenes. So he's like, <laughs> Dude, that's so he, so he tried to avoid them in the rest of his movies. I was about to say that. That was one of the most unbelievable facts. <laughs> Why else are you an – like – when I saw those scenes, I was like, oh, he requested those. <laughs> like, these are just so long and uninterrupted and just over the top. And then, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't <laughs> – I'm never going to do a love scene again because <laughs> all my fans were upset. Oh, boy. And, and Rightfully the rev- so. The reviews I read uh, from, from uh, national publications were, were probably the most alarming. Um, Variety called the film an unintentionally funny attempt to cash in on popular exploitation film tropes. Okay, that one's not nice. (laughs) Sure. That one's all right. John Corey of the New York Times wrote that the only interesting scenes are those with the mad scientists. As as Norris has no charisma or presence. I'd argue just none of it. There's no interesting (laughs) scenes in this movie. (laughs) <laughs> Those mad scientists are so fucking asinine. It's unbelievable. And, and you know, the craziest part about those um those uh the scientists is the director has an interview where he, he claims to have done extensive research in the genetic engineering. He he went I, to he he went to hospitals to try, so he could direct this. John, I read that and honestly thought somebody was fucking with it. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. I've never heard of such a thing in my life, especially because what what this character has, the reason there's scientists here, nothing like this will ever exist. There's nothing you can study. There's nothing you can study. (laughs) It's fake. The guy, he turns a person indestructible. (laughs) It's fucking... Imagine... Can you imagine going to just any profession and be like, hey, I'm going to study what you do for a day so I can uh, make a movie about this thing that's not real. And imagine the people that were like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see this movie. He, like telling his wife going home like this, this Hollywood director's uh, coming in every day and watching me. We got to go check out this movie. And then you go to think, see it. Do you think she divorced him? <laughs> she just left him. She's, they go to the movie and she's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Um the Washington Post called Norse's Martial Arts a curious footnote in a formula horror movie. How is this a it's formula a horror, horror film? It's, not it's, a, it's, it's neither of those things. <laughs> uh, and then the film got remade in 2009 by the title Indestructible. I saw that. Yeah, it's who, not, who the fuck's in that? It's not a real movie. It's not a real movie. I, <laughs> it took me a minute to look up. It had some fancy cover art. 
it's it's like Peter Rottentail level. Okay. Yeah, All but right. I but would like, argue that th- that this is actually a remake of Joe D'Amato's uh, Absurd. <laughs> Dude, I I mean when you break down, so it says like it's a the 2009 remake's indestructible. But if you go and read just the basic synopsis of this movie, it's a murderer gets genetic engineering done and then comes back stronger and then fights a cop. And it's, it's I would hardly call that a remake. That's like anything could be that. Um, well, have you seen D'Amato's Absurd, also known as Monster Killer or something? Oh, like no, that? no, no. That's the guy with the axe, right? Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Some mentally challenged guy becomes superhuman for some reason and nobody can kill him. <laughs> Until they do at the very end. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some other good facts that I'll save. Uh, this is his <laughs> – I read this. this do, you, is f- do you like Chuck Norris? No, uh, you know, so yeah, yes and no. Uh, I don't like this movie. <laughs> uh, I do like uh, – but I, I guess generally no. I don't like his face, honestly. He's 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 too he's too white for me to be honest with you. <laughs> he's too white, is that what you said? Yeah, dude. Like he's a kung fu guy, but he's like this American kung fu guy. I don't know. It just seems fucking corny. I don't know. But like the missing in action movies are pretty fucking dope. I don't mind him. I, actually, I I, th- I would say I kind of find him entertaining, but I do agree calling him a martial arts like star yeah. is just something off about that. Yeah, cuz he's got a fucking like bristle broom mustache. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. He's a he's quite young in this film. He is. He is. And and I mean, he are you truly, aware? Are you aware of how young? No. How young would you say he was if you had to guess? Um, I mean, I was only saying he was young based on his filmography. This is pretty early on. Um, so he was in Way of the Dragon, and he looks like a fucking baby. Um, uh, Fuck, I don't know. Because, okay, you know what? Without thinking of Way of the Dragon, I would have probably said, like, <laughs> and this is totally probably way high, but it's probably say 32 to 35. Okay, that's a fair guess. He's fucking 42. <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. So, how old was he in Way of the Dragon? Oh my God. <laughs> what year did that come out? 74. So, the he was map born in 1940. Yeah. He was born in 1940, so he's 30, 34 in that movie. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he's so fucking old. Wait, that's crazy. Okay, so, A, he looks fine, but that's because he's look, cause he's been a grown man in every film he's been in. Because Wave, Wave the Dragon was his first major role, 72. Okay. That's fucking insane. And then... All right, so he was 32 if it was... Seven, I thought you said 74. No, but that's still crazy. That's still crazy, dude. And then... So, because I was looking at when he was... Like, I looked at his list and I was like, oh, man, he really... After the 90s, he really stopped doing shit, right? After Top Dog. And then I, but now that you're saying that, it's because he was like a 95-year-old man. He, he, he was in Expendables 3, which came out like two years ago. And he... Uh, I can't do the math, but he was like in... He was 68... Dude, that's fucking crazy. This is this honestly, you might have melted my brain with this. Holy shit! He's he's seventy eight years old right now, which is fucking (laughs) banana. Holy shit! And is he still he's still around? Right? Is he's like floating around doing weird shit or no? No, I tell you, he was in Expendables three like three years ago. Mm. Do you know his brother's a stunt coordinator? I did not. And he, he, he he he. why would I know that? He, his name's Aaron Norris. And uh, Aaron Norris has done stunts for like Ant-Man and like major movies. And then all, okay. and then all of this guy's fucking idiot movies. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of wish we watched Invasion USA, to be honest. Dude, Invasion USA, uh, Missing in Action, Delta Force, all those movies from like this movie really. I don't know how like his career really should have ended with this movie. Um, but somehow after this, he does Lone Wolf McQuaid, and then that kicks off like Missing in Action, Missing in Action Two, Invasion USA, Delta Force, um, and th- all of those this, are dope. When we make the shift and do cult movies, can we please do Invasion USA, dude? I will do like a week of Chuck Norris. Well, okay, a week. I'm done. like we could do them oh, all. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Because they're all the same movie. So. 
<laughs> Dude, there was a note that says he plays a ranger in like every film. They're like, yeah, this is the first time he uh, chose to play a police officer and not a ranger. <laughs> what the fuck? So fucking weird. These fucking people are fucking bizarre. Um, but we should probably talk about this movie. But actually, we don't really have to because this movie. I mean, we can sum it up very quickly. <laughs> It's so crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, well, first of all, so it starts off with uh, a mentally uh, deranged man in in a home, which I assume is like, I don't know, like 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 a foster home. But he's way older than his siblings. And his counterparts. Uh, I I wrote I wrote I wrote movie opens with a fifty year old orphan because. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it appeared because no one else, no one else appears to have any type of uh, issues uh, that no, nobody is a psychopath or a lunatic or even uh, uh, everyone seems to be a peer of sound body and mind in this home, uh, except this one adult man <laughs> who, who straight up looks like he's going to murder somebody from, so from that- the first <laughs> That was the next thing I wanted to say is that one thing this movie got right is they they casted the most insane looking individual I've ever seen. Like as soon as he as soon as he's on the screen, you're like, oh shit, this is the bad guy. This is <laughs> like, as soon as he comes on, you're like, when is this guy gonna start murdering? And uh and it then doesn't he, take and then he and, and then he answers a phone call and the way he talks, like <laughs> that guy's either legitimately insane or the best actor of all time. Also, fun fact, I did not understand the title. <laughs> okay, so wait, I want to go back to my original rating of 2.5 <laughs> because I was watching this at work that day and I'm, I clearly was not paying very good attention to it um, because rewatching it, there was a lot of stuff that I definitely missed. And, and most importantly, I didn't understand why it was called Silent Rage. <laughs> and I still did it until the very end of the movie. <laughs> when I was like, why is it so quiet? <laughs> um, so this guy takes a phone call. Like Joe said, he's talking to his doctor and he's like, I, I don't feel so good. I can't make it. Uh, and you kind of know what's going to happen uh, from the jump. And. <laughs> and that's the last thing this man will say. <laughs> that is, and he will go outside and proceed to chop wood in the most erratic, volatile way I've ever seen anyone do anything. One thing Did you pick up this, on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I picked up on a. I don't know. So if he's was- chopping. He's he's using uh, first of all a full axe. This guy also must be the strongest man in the world because he's <laughs> he's. Like bringing it back and forth so quickly, and he's chopping honestly twigs. Like there's there's no need to use an axe for those. <laughs> he, the, everything about this guy freaked me out. At, I mean, might this guy should have gotten way more work afterwards? I I didn't check if he did because he definitely. Didn't. I I think he's just legitimately insane. <laughs> yes, I do too. Because the way his movements are, this entire movie, beginning to end. He he moves like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> like he moves like a fucking lunatic. There's scenes where he's kind of walking like a monkey. Yeah, I, did, did you pick up on that? Like the way he moves is just really fucking bizarre. No, th- there's there's something off about him. Oh my! I just God. looked up a picture of him. He's in the Green Mile, I guess. Oh. But I just looked up a picture of him. So he's now he's like seventy, and he still looks just as insane. <laughs> Uh, so um so this guy goes out he takes the call he goes out and starts chopping wood we see kids running around uh which is why i thought it was an orphanage uh and there's a house mother there type of situation uh he he takes the axe so just out of the blue he's chopping wood then just stops (laughs) marches into the house and just starts trying to kill the woman, the house mother. And then a, uh, a man comes in and is like, hey, knock it off. <laughs> and that's another thing that I'll give this. So the movie didn't start off so terribly because that's probably the most realistic axe kill I've ever heard because it was just a sickening thud. The guy just like <laughs> dropped. I'm like, wow, that's disgusting. And it was it was just like a weird love tap. It, it, it's like the way uh, Ric Flair does chair shots. Like there was no there was no uh, backswing to it. 
He just turned and like from holding it in in front of him, just taps him in the forehead and the guy's head splits open like a melon and he goes down. And and you're right, it starts off pretty uh pretty exciting. Uh so he kills that guy. Uh, the mom locks herself in a in a room. He starts breaking it open, shining style. Uh, she yells at through the window. She's like, "Somebody help!" And uh, I don't even know how this is possible, but cops are just outside. First, it's just a mailman, and then like two seconds later, there's just a bunch of police like just watching I'll, the house. I'll give the movie some credit, or give the writer some credit. I think because he alerted his doctor. Oh, you're right. You're right. That you're he was totally losing right. his mind. The yep. guy probably alerted the authorities. No, no, no. You're totally right, actually. Um, and Chuck Norris, uh, of course, is part of the police department. No one in a rush, though. No one's really, no, no one's really in a rush to help this woman. Chuck Norris takes his sweet ass time putting on his cowboy hat and getting his guns ready. And uh, he just walks, starts walking around the house. He finally confronts him. Uh, they get into a little bit of a fight there. Uh, he disarms him. Oh, he does he kill that woman, by the way? He does. He does. By, by what? Smashing her head on the wall? He does that a yeah. lot. He does that a he lot. He does. <laughs> his kills are terrible. He either chokes her or smashes her head on a wall because that's kind of all he does. <laughs> And by all he does, I mean, he'll do it to like three other people. <laughs> and that's the movie. Um, but Chuck comes in, confronts him, easily disarms him, takes the axe away. But this guy just takes off. Runs through the woods. Now, no, I shouldn't say woods. Runs through the brush. They're in the suburbs. They're in the suburbs. It's, it's fucking insane. Chuck, I've never seen a man give up so fast. I'm chasing down a criminal. And... He has six other cops on site and none of them are helping. <laughs> Absolutely none of them are helping. Um, but a uh, creepy guy. What, what's that guy's name again? Um, he's got a, the bad guy. Yeah. John. It's John Kirby. John Kirby, th- which is an action movie. Bad guy name, but that's fine. Clearly stuck in that, that mode. Uh, he, he starts crawling around in the brush behind him and Starts beating the shit out of Chuck Norris with a wood plank. Uh, no, Still no other cops. But also, there's no score to this movie. And I just started... In the, in the 70s, that was that happened a lot. And it's so... It's so unsettling to watch those scenes when there's no... Uh, no background music? No background music. Especially when it's fighting and it's just two guys being like... It's so fucking bizarre. It's so fucking bizarre. And especially in this movie, because they, they, they didn't even do any, uh, like, neither of them were expre- outwardly saying anything in a fight. Like, no yelling, no, like, oh. <laughs> like, both oh, both oh. Chuck and John Kirby are devoid of emotion. Dude, they're just film. barely, they're just breathing heavy. <laughs> um, it's, it's really fucking weird. Uh, but he gets them. He puts them in handcuffs. Which, which this guy ends up breaking out of with his bare hands. Splitting them. <laughs> like, 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 fucking. And. Okay. Now- uh, just, just to jump ahead, because I want to, I want to bring this up to you. So he, he splits metal handcuffs with his hand and then he eats about 10,000 bullets, <laughs> but survives. So I'm arguing, why did they need to like do anything to him to make him superhuman because he already is. <laughs> oh, the, oh I, I'm Joe. After he breaks the handcuffs, he kicks a police car door. He doesn't, he doesn't kick it open. He kicks it off the car. <laughs> the fucking door falls off the hinges and is on the ground. <laughs> I mean, he's already, he's already superhuman strength and he's immortal. He, he took so much gunfire, dude. And he, they unloaded. And the doctor, why, why was the doctor and Chuck both screaming? No, like when the cops were firing. Like, yes, that that is the appropriate response at this time, dude. Yeah, if if a man who had just murdered two people, two people, and there's an orphanage, kicked off a police door, <laughs> kicks off a police door, fucking fucking do chop off his head, honestly. <laughs> Because this is the work of the devil. Like, this is fucking crazy. This is fucking nuts. This is fucking crazy. He just, 
oh dude the door flies off it was so amazing um and yet the the cop the the doctor shows up uh and and it's very weird because he's his compassionate doctor he's the guy that's like you don't understand this guy type of thing um yeah he's the loomis and he and he's the first one to go <laughs> in, in a few minutes he'll be the first one that's hunted down and murdered for for no reason <laughs> Because they, they start shooting him, and yeah, like you said, Chuck Norris and this doctor are like, what are you doing? Um, which is weird, because in like five minutes after, the deputy's like, oh, geez, boss, I'm sorry. And Chuck's like, eh, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, f- oh, and then after, the, oh, the, that's awesome, too. After they shoot him, <laughs> after they shot him, so the doctor's like, he's in shock. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah, he got shot a dozen times. I, I'd say I'd say he's more than in shock. <laughs> Imagine that's the diagnosis. Uh, <laughs> died of shock. <laughs> um, it's so fucking crazy. So, uh, Chuck, they bring him to the hospital where they start working on him. And, and there's these scenes are so long. These what we're talking about is going to seem like this is not that bad of a movie, but the scene in the hospital where they're trying to revive this guy lasts forever. <laughs> and, and that is, we already mentioned it. That's like the downfall of this movie is that there are like only six key scenes <laughs> that they it. just, they just draw on forever to, to jump ahead. There's Chuck Norris fights an entire bar oh, of dude, bikers yes. and it could not be, less relevant to this fucking movie <laughs> well, has the, nothing to it, do with this story. It's, it's so weird. This whole, this whole concept is weird. It, it's, they bring in Chuck Norris to, to be Chuck Norris. Cause what else would you have him fucking do? You're not bringing him in to, 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 to do Shakespeare, you know? So, but then you give him no fight scenes. So then you manufacture a fight scene where him and the deputy are like, Hey, uh, let's go to that bar where bad shit happens. Then they go to the bar and bad shit happens and they just fight everybody. They they fight 30 people in that bar. Yeah, and it's another one of those scenes where it lasts for like 15 minutes and it, then it just ends with Chuck winning and does nothing for the story. No. Uh the the production crew spent an entire day installing special breakaway windows for that scene in the bar and they shot that that shot had to be done in one take, but the fight took four days to shoot. <laughs> you know what? This is way over four million dollars. Four days of production for a fight? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> With a guy that is is supposed to be a fighter, and then probably just stuntmen who you know they can do it too. So this should not have taken that long. Um. So, uh, but at- I, I do want to mention the uh, the deputy. Is played by the guy who plays Flounder in Animal House. Yes. Yep. Yep. And uh, he's supposed to be the comic relief, and he is not great. I mean, it's not. His, he, it's not his fault. It's not. His it's fault. not. It's. It's not. He. Uh, I like Stephen first. You know, rest in peace. He just recently died. Yeah. He's great in Animal House. This. This was just not. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this is his, not his entire. Ca- his entire character is just not needed for this story. There's a scene where him and Chuck again. <laughs> him and Chuck are in a car. Forever, and he's like, so for, <laughs> I can't, I couldn't, so I, I I'm getting flustered because I don't take notes and this is just like coming back to my head, so I could not believe this happened. It's the funniest <laughs> scene. I already know what you're gonna say. So the character of the deputy is just like this bumbling idiot who just he just wants to do well and like make everybody proud. Just and especially Chuck, in, especially Chuck, like, especially Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to impress him. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I did something when I was six years old. And he tells this like 25 minute story about how he froze his dog to death. <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a story about how he murdered his dog and then his mom found it. And like Chuck is just sitting there listening to this bullshit. And at the end, Chuck's just like, it happens. I'm like, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck should have shot him in his face. <laughs> As soon as the story ended, just throw him out of the car, dude. Dude, and the, and and the like, the killing, murdering the dog by freezing him to death was one thing, but it, <laughs> I was also really alarmed with how he chose to take care of the dog because the reason he froze to death was because 
He was like, yeah, one time I tried to wash my dog, so I put a bunch of... (laughs) This is like one of the funniest things. I'm like crying right now. He says he put a bunch of baby powder in the toilet and washed the dog in the toilet. Yeah, the, yeah, and then what? What is then, that? What? <laughs> Dude, that's like as if you asked an alien to take care of a dog. Like, <laughs> Sean, if you asked a fucking dog to take care of a dog, they wouldn't fucking do that. That's the craziest thing. Put a dog in a toilet with baby powder and water, and then and then, and then he then he was like, then he he says, he says I needed to dry it. He's like, I didn't put it in the dryer. Because I figured he might get hurt. <laughs> so I put him in the in the big f- giant freezer. The walk-in freezer. Uh, and then I forgot about him. And then we found him frozen. <laughs> yeah. That, this guy is such an asshole. And, and, and the fact that somebody even wrote that into this. It's so fucking unnecessary to know this backstory about this guy. <laughs> Dude, it's so crazy. And and also the big, the big punchline to this entire joke of mur- murdering his own dog. Was that he was frozen mid bark, and then the guy starts the guy starts reenacting the, the dead dog's frozen face. That was the punchline. That was the fucking punchline. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, that scene was incredible. I, and like you said, Chuck just has this big shit eating grin on his face, and he's like, huh, "Yeah, well, don't worry about it, man. We're not going to press charges now." <laughs> well, you should. You should. You absolutely should. This guy is unfit to carry. Um, so Chuck also, uh, well, while they're at the hospital, <clears throat> where that guy's getting fixed, uh, Chuck starts laying it on thick to the doctor's sister, um, Loomis's sister, uh, you know, and, and he 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 gets it in. He gets it in. Uh, he he lays down the pipe, the old Chuck Norris pipe. Uh, she has a great line where she says, now, don't you be getting any ideas. She's already butt naked <laughs> laying, next, laying next to him. She is, she is fucking a lethal weapon. Can you- she's, she, she's warning him to not get any wrong ideas. Like, you're, you're in the middle of intercourse. Like, there's not much else to, like, go from there. Yeah, don't get any ideas. Well, I mean, maybe Chuck was... Um... Asking for the butt stuff, you know? Uh, maybe. I guess so. I guess so. You know, these lethal weapons, they have uh, ravenous sexual appetites, I, I imagine. Uh, <laughs> like China. China was a lethal weapon. Ravenous appetite for sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I presume. I presume. I pre- Rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. R.I.P., beautiful bitch. Uh, she, um, yeah, did you ever watch her porn? <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre it's really it's really unsettling uh i really did not there's nothing about it to enjoy i don't think <laughs> um but we, we don't need to discuss we'll save that for another time <laughs> can we do that for a cult film i <laughs> just review fucking shitty pornos one night in china yeah. like if you think about it like this is fucking like that's that's I want to say historic, but I think that's the wrong word. But that's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of is. Like, was that that must have been the first wrestling sex tape? Was it the first? Well, the first that was released, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of really degenerate shit out there, dude. Those guys in the '80s, like Ric Flair, probably had the m- most biggest camera setup. Like fucking American Psycho, probably. Like. <laughs> fucking it must have been insane must have been insane um anyway john kirby's well to answer your question no we cannot okay all right yeah i think that's probably a good idea but there is a plot like they go around china (laughs) 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 like the actual country no no i i've seen it (laughs) and xbox just makes jokes about like his dick and the big wall of china and shit just like constantly (laughs) Oh god, it's so weird that we've all seen Xbox dick. Um anyway, uh John Kirby though uh is now they for some reason while they were trying to uh uh, uh revive him from being dead, which he wasn't dead, so which he's not dead. So a surgical procedure probably would have worked. <laughs> um 
but instead they give him this uh, special juice, uh, and uh, he becomes Wolverine. He he does. Which you know, as doctors, uh, it just doesn't really make sense that they chose a mass murderer to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, it might because if you're a doctor. There's no way you're banking on this working. So you're like, eh, I guess if we're going to fail, fuck it up. Might as well be him. Man, you know what? I, I I don't doubt that that's what the makers of this film are thinking. And I think that's really good. Like, usually we're like, usually we're like, don't give them credit. But I honestly do think that because that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I'm OK. I feel, I feel I feel like I'm giving them too much because that's like twice now I've said that I've like defended them. <laughs> And to anyone that hasn't seen this, don't get me wrong. This is one of the most poorly written films I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I just think those two instances they had, like they had like the right ideas. They just needed to <laughs> be better writers, I guess. Yeah, and maybe not make it a Chuck Norris movie. That is, that's true. It like, really doesn't need like his that, presence. It doesn't need his presence. Ever. Yeah, because when you put somebody like that in there, it just alters. Like, this could have been a whole different tone, and, like, it could have worked. But then you have to write around Chuck. Yeah. and Well, and also the love – like, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Because the love drama in this movie takes up probably 40% of the film is Chuck Norris having sex with this girl or talking to this girl. Uh, Yes. It's insane. It's fucking insane. They have sex scenes, and then after the sex scenes, they have 15-minute conversations about (laughs) nothing. Just, like – uh, literally, it's it's literally pillow talk. Like, like, right? Oh, what are we gonna do next? What's how, what's my brother gonna be like? It's so fucking bizarre, and it happens so often that it, it, it's infuriating. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I fell asleep, and I would wake up like however many minutes later, and I didn't miss anything. No, no. Like the next day, I would go back and make sure, and I didn't miss shit. No, and it's it's very weird. And I'm already we're I'm on the last quarter of my notes. Because there's nothing here. Um, so John Kirby, who is now Wolverine, uh, literally heals in front of the doctor's eyes. They cut him and it heals right back up. He escapes. Fun fact, you don't see him. <laughs> I rewound it because I thought I missed something because I, I wasn't paying attention. And I a, I didn't miss anything. And also, he they don't show him escaping. He... he <laughs> He just shows up at his estranged doctor's house somehow. Uh, the doctor tries to shoot at him. And this is his Loomis, the guy that cared for him, like really had no yeah. issues with him. <clears throat> uh, the doctor shoots him, though. Uh, but as we know, it doesn't mean shit. So he just kills the doctor by strangling him. <laughs> yes. This is this. This is, uh, you know, I think M. Night might owe a little bit of, you know, for his like little uh, superhero trilogy. This is this is this is like the start of it. <laughs> Except not really, because this guy was injected with shit, so never mind. Oh, so this is the start of Bane? <laughs> this is the start of Bane, yes. That's the Venom. This is better than... Uh, uh, honestly, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's a bad, I know what you're going to say, and I agree. Because we've had this conversation that Bane is only fucking superhuman because he has that Venom going through his... Bloodstream, which nobody has done except for the Bane in Batman and Robin, which makes him the best Bane. A hundred percent. A hundred fucking percent. This guy is a better Bane than uh, what's Nolan, Chris Nolan's. Yeah. Yes. I I, I will agree. (laughs) It's so fucking ridiculous. Just give him the fucking juice. Give him the venom juice. Uh, It's so easy. You don't even need to give him a speaking role. Just fucking... (laughs) Honestly, Batman and Robin had it right. He was just there. He was huge. You knew who he was. He was wearing the Bane mask. He had the Venom, and he was strong. That's, That's it. it. That's he what just fucking broke needs. shit. And he shows up, and he breaks Batman's back. <laughs> and that's it. That's all you need. It is. It is, man. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> and Batman doesn't need to go into a fucking hole and fix his back. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I was the baby in the hole. <laughs> What a stupid story. <laughs> also, I should note that I'm I'm drinking wine right now, so um that's probably part of why I'm sending this off the rails. Uh Bane though, yeah. 
Let's talk more about Bane. I'm really excited to just do cult movies so we can just fucking watch whatever we want. Yeah, but you're not because cult movies are going to be like shit like Silent Rage. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Because this is not a horror film. Um, so anyway, uh, so he kills his doctor, right? Uh, yep. the girlfriend of the doctor, she's there. Uh, she gets, she gets it next. Uh, again, this guy's kills are just so unfun. He just takes her. And when I say smashes her head on the wall, it's not what you'd imagine from a horror film. He literally just takes her and like puts her head on the wall and then a blood splatter appears. And that's, that's the end of it. That's the fucking end of it. She's dead. (laughs) Um, the sister comes in, uh, the Chuck, Chuck Norris's lover. She finds everyone dead. And somehow there's 40 minutes left to this movie. We already went through an hour of what me and Joe just talked about. So that tells you what the filler is. The filler is insane in this, the level of discussion, Uh, The doctors, there's politics with the doctors where one of them wants to, there's three doctors in total. (laughs) And and again, there's like a, not exaggeration, like I'd say a good seven minutes of there's those two guys yelling at each other. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do it. He's like, I'm your boss. About the direction of their research. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like it's crazy. The guy, the guy, Loomis thinks it's unethical. Fun fact, it is. The guy loses his mind. He's like, oh, I'm not going to stop now. Then he kicks Loomis out. This is before Loomis is dead, obviously. And then we'll have another scene where the the, the other doctor is like, hey, man, uh, I know what you're doing, but like, <laughs> seems like a really bad idea. And he's like, you get lost, too. <laughs> and they're all dead, by the way. They, they, they all die uh, at the hands of this guy. Um, that's actually the next scene because the the well they, they try they try to inject him with like poison yes but of course that doesn't work either because <laughs> he's, he, he's already been kicked down the stairs too also again they fit in I just want to reiterate they fit in two bar fight scenes during this entire time yes the bar fights and and they that's the best part I mean honestly because you have Chuck Norris in a movie you're expecting a fight. <laughs> So at least the bar fights, you're like, all right, like I'm getting something out of this. Although I'll be honest, Chuck Norris's fighting style fucking sucks, man. Like it's, it's very, uh, by the book. It's oh like, dude, dude. Oh my God. It's like, he's being like, uh, judged in a Taekwondo, like being Joe, judged for points. That is an amazing, that is an amazing thing. I think that's why I don't like him. I think he's like Bruce Lee and uh, honestly, any, any, uh, Shaw brothers movie, the uh the, the the fight sequences are so fluid and natural e- even though they're obviously scripted or whatever like they're just very fluid when chuck does it you're right he's like he's like the he's just so by the book he's just he's just yeah he's doing like actual takedowns like he's <laughs> he's being scored for, for what he's doing like yeah and it makes it so unfun to watch it's, it, it, like you said it's not fluid it's not natural his like he does these like Kicks that I can't even imagine doing in my life. His foot is above these guys' heads sometimes. And so I, you know, credit where credit's due. But the way he does it, he just like stops right next to their face and just kind of like hits them across the face. And I'm sure that's the proper way to do it, but it looks fucking terrible. <laughs> like it looks just, it looks stupid. It looks hokey. But so the, you have those bar scenes. Um, Wait, oh, so uh, the doctors, John John Kirby goes home, the murderer. He goes back to the lab <clears throat> where the doctors are fighting, like we talked about. <laughs> but the one funny part is he, when John Kirby comes home, he doesn't attack the doctors for whatever reason. And so they're able to examine him. And one of the doctors is like, hey, man, uh, I don't think this guy's up to – because they're like, oh, look, he came home. Uh, he, he looks uh, – what happened to him? Because he's shot up. He's completely got bullet holes all over him. And the guy, like one of the doctors is like, hey, man, like this guy has been shot a million times. I have a pretty good idea that he's been doing some terrible shit. <laughs> like, because like who who would shoot? Who Why is he shot? <laughs> like, Who's going to shoot him? And the guy's like, well, people should just stop shooting him. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's his solution to this. Um, 
and he finally kills one of the doctors by killing the the good doctor uh stabs him with the needle and then finds the other doctor who's just brooding in his office like like a bad bond villain and is like <laughs> come in john i've been waiting for you <laughs> All right. Like, without looking at him, he's, he's backs to him. Like, he knows he's going to die. Like, you can escape this guy. This guy's not hard to run away from. <laughs> like, just get the fuck away from this guy. And uh, he snaps his neck and politely leaves and shuts the door on his way out. So. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that stands out when you when you realize, like, how ridiculous that is. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. Closing the door. Um, doesn't want well the then well then uh bumbling idiot deputy yes sees john and decides to like take him in for questioning <laughs> instead of just like, <laughs> instead of just doing away with him uh. <laughs> but much like much like the bane that he is uh john breaks charlie's back <laughs> it's uh, this movie's fucking stupid. Except he doesn't kill him. Who, Char- Charlie? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he does, but... No, he, he's, he's dead as fuck. All right. Well, so... here. <laughs> who Also, John Kirby's walking around in, in what appears to be a space suit, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we got our first real look at him, and he, he's wearing a space suit for some reason. Um, our first real look at him with 10 minutes left in the... <laughs> And he kills this guy by giving him a bear hug, like Joe said. He does a bear hug and breaks his back. <laughs> and uh, But this allows Chuck's girlfriend to one, run away. And then finally Chuck's like, oh, my God, I think this guy's on the loose. <laughs> Literally everyone else knows except Chuck. <laughs> uh, and when Chuck shows up, he finds uh, Charlie. Is that his name, Charlie? Yeah. And we get, like, the... Uh, the Infinity Wars, what's happening, Mr. Stark moment with Spider-Man. <laughs> as, 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 uh, Ch- as Chuck Norris holds his buddy Charlie and uh, in his arms like a dying child. And <laughs> Charlie's like, just like, did I do you proud, Mr. Norris? <laughs> type of scene. And Char- Chuck's like, yeah, I guess. No emotion whatsoever. Watching his friend die. <laughs> Although if my friend just revealed he killed dogs when he was a kid, I'd probably I, like... Dude, <laughs> I'd probably look the other way and let John go. <laughs> I definitely would. I'd be like, hey man, I got a guy to catch. I'm, I'm a little busy. I'm a little, bu- I'm a little busy. Uh, and this is actually the moment when I realized it was silent rage because for the next 15 minutes, Chuck Norris chases this killer around in complete silence. No one's saying anything. <laughs> it's just them, the sounds of them running and breathing. <laughs> and it's a fucking nightmare. And it finally, and it was so unsettling. I was like, why is this movie silent? And I was like, ah, oh, well, you know that the killer is like mute now because of the stuff, right? Well, yeah, that's what I finally realized, but it took okay, me the okay. entire movie to, to figure it out. This that's a little startling. <laughs> this is this is your second watch through too. <laughs> it was start. It was startling for me too. Like I recognize. I recognize that you know I'm a fucking idiot for this. So, um, uh, so uh, our our killer Kirby, he corners the girlfriend, but n- nothing happens. Uh, and Chuck shows up and shoots him a few times. This guy is immortal. Nothing is going to... It, it was so boring to watch also because there's no sense of even... Wait, did that one work? Did that kill him? Because he just right. keeps getting up immediately. Right. Which is... Like, this guy's been shot repeatedly throughout the course of this movie. Which makes the ending of this movie... So fun. So much more stupid. It's, like, unbelievable. He, and, and also, his body should... Uh, I understand uh, the immortal thing and the, uh, the 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 Wolverine type stuff, but when your body is now comprised like ninety percent of lead bullets, <laughs> like things are just not going to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but that's not the case. Uh, Chuck shows up, shoots him. They get in the car, and he's not dying because he's immortal. 
he's hanging on to the bumper of this car and this car is going like 150 miles on a dirt road and this poor stunt guy is just hanging out to this bumper getting the fucking life torn out of <laughs> but he finally imagines to get in the car and somehow chuck and the girl jump out of the vehicle sending the truck off of a dukes of hazard set set prop prop from their set <laughs> <laughs> and the truck explodes. It hits this jump, does a tumble, and explodes in a fiery blast. Um, and somehow this guy walks out of it <laughs> with no burns whatsoever. <laughs> not even his clothing. Not a singe. There's like a little dust on his face. Honestly, in the fight scene, he looks wet. <laughs> So it appears he just got really hot and sweat through his suit. So that's all I can imagine happening. Um, and John Kirby and uh, Chuck Norris get into a fight that lasts so long and so slow and so silent. <laughs> Nothing's being said. There's no music. There's no tension in it. And, uh, and there's nothing. It's really... It's really fucking crazy. Um, and it ends with <laughs> Chuck Norris just, you know, putting him on his fireman, carrying him into the, to a well. <laughs> he, he he subdues him or, or he gets the best of him with a roundhouse kick, which is ridiculous. Because he's super think- strength. <laughs> It's, it's honestly insulting as an audience member to watch this guy get shot and like kicked down stairs and just bludgeoned to think that one round he just drove off a fucking cliff and blew up and then a roundhouse kick is what does him in that's that, that's so fucking obnoxious and Chuck throws him down a fucking well throws him down a fucking well <laughs> and there's no there's no indication that he's alive once well, he falls no well there is there is. At the very end. If, at the very end. Yes, yes. Which is not, you know, that's, I mean, you expect that from any any, any good murder movie. <laughs> but, but I'm saying. Right, right. It, prior to that, he should, you're thinking, the, like the intention killed. was to think he's dead. <laughs> yeah, because he rebounded from every other thing that has been thrown at him. Like, why would this throwing down the well even delay him for this long? Basically just fell down into a big pool. <laughs> like... <laughs> And um, it was one of the worst fight scenes I've ever seen in a movie (laughs) in complete silence. And that's it. And it ends with this guy jumping out of the water. And it freeze frame like 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 Friday the (laughs) the 13th. Yeah. Like, oh, guess what? John's alive. (laughs) Wait till he gets out of this. Well, maybe it's going to be like, um, isn't that how they foiled the uh, leprechaun? By putting him in a well? In, in Leprechaun? I think they get him in a well. But, oh, I think he comes out and he's like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Fuck. I, I remember when they put him in a coffin and put, like, the shamrock on top. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, do you know there's a new Leprechaun coming out? By the way, that's the end of the movie, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is Hornswoggle playing the Leprechaun? I'm going to look it up. I think it's I think it's a Return of the Mac. Oh man! If they don't t- subtitle it, that they're fucking <laughs> return of the Mac, <laughs> dude. Especially, oh my god, like Mac, like, uh, you know. Wait, why are you calling him Mac? Well, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, just so I can <laughs> sing the song, just so I can sing the song. But wait, wait, damn it! I thought was... <laughs> I'm calling thought him was... Mac because I mean that's an Irish name, like a Mac. <laughs> Right, right, right. No, I, 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 I'm I'm fine with it. I thought you were making a play on somebody's name, and then I realized I was thinking of the wrong person. Yeah, no. Um, English actor Warwick Davis plays the title role. No. Yeah. He's back. Wait, is he back, though? Wait. Oh, there's no information on it yet. <laughs> but it comes out this year. Wait, what? Wait. 2018? It's dated 2018. Oh, it's going to be a TV movie. Is this going to be on sci-fi? Oh, my God. The leprechaun returns once again when a group of girls unwillingly awaken him when they tear down a cabin so that they can build a new sorority house. 
<laughs> oh no, it's uh some guy named Lyndon Porco. Oh yeah. Oh, bad move, guys. Bad fucking move. I mean, he looks fine. Oh, he was in Little Man. <laughs> but but Mark Holton is returning. <laughs> Reprising his role from the first film. Oh shit. Ozzy? Ozzy Ozzy's <laughs> Ozzy's back. Ozzy's back and now like sixty-five years old. Wait, <laughs> dude, I honestly I hope they tie this together by making it a cat, like we like we suspected, and it's just Mark Holton murdering people. Honestly, no- lawyer 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 up now. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Dude, if he's in it, why else is he in it? Dude, dude, it's him. Oh my god. Uh, fuck. Fuck. Oh my god. Well, we gotta watch this. What what Did is he not die? He didn't die in the first one? No. No. He's they let Ozzy survive. Ozzy survived. Ozzy and the little kid. Um but where is this playing? It says TV movie. I, I don't think this even has a fucking place. <laughs> Do you know I we watched all of these? Okay, you know what I was just about to say too. Okay, hits digital and streaming December eleventh. Um, oh my god. You, okay, are we gonna do it? Yeah. Can we do? Can we do a, a special episode? Dude, I'm done. I'm down with that. I'm so down with that. Um, do you know what? You know what annoys me though <clears throat> about like the whole like horror community thing. Um, is like I saw people posting like, "Oh, I can't wait!" Like, stop it. You 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 can fucking wait. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like maybe maybe if Warwick was coming back for it, I'd be like, holy shit! <laughs> but even still, I still would be like, oh god. <laughs> I mean, I I, I agree with you one hundred percent because like if Warwick was coming back, it would definitely pique my interest. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, he's back. Like, let, let, let's go back into this. But I'd fully expect it to be fucking dog shit. <laughs> yes. And to say I, I can't wait to watch it would just be a blatant lie because I know it's going to be miserable. I saw so, No matter who's playing Leprechaun. I saw so many people post the poster being like, oh, yeah, he's back. <laughs> stop. Stop it. <laughs> no one wanted this. No one asked for this. <laughs> Oh, why are you? No one asked after part two, and it is being made by Sci-Fi. <laughs> well, and no Jennifer Aniston. I mean, come on. Is it is it premiering on uh, Sci-Fi Network? No, I think Sci-Fi gets it after they put it on the streaming services. Wow. <laughs> I think they want to make some money off of it. Uh, oh God, this looks interesting. Um, I mean, he doesn't look like the leprechaun, but it's fine. Um, I just saw a picture of him. Anyway, check that check that out, guys. We'll be doing it. Maybe we should watch it together live and record. Well, that's what that's why I was asking you if Sci-Fi was uh, premiering it because I was like, let's, let's just how about you, me, and Paul watch it together? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't figure it out. Sci-Fi has it here. Maybe that is the case. I don't know. No, because it says December 11th, and then Sci-Fi site says they're gonna air it in 2019. <laughs> I should probably tell them that they're doing this wrong. I should probably send them an email. Send yeah, hit them up. Like you guys, I'm not quite sure you guys know how to do this. Um, it says "schools out of luck" is the tagline, which you know doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Wait, schools out of luck? That's correct. That's that's the tagline for this. Yeah. It's not even a play on words. Doesn't even make sense. Oh uh, boy, so that's um that's gonna be something. Returns hits digital and streaming December eleventh. I I wonder when it's gonna premiere on Sci-Fi. I I think we should I think we should definitely watch it though. I I absolutely. All right. Yeah, we'll do something cool for it because <laughs> because, because this is gonna be amazing. This is gonna be amazing. Um. Oh, here you go, Lyndon Parco. The man playing the leprechaun says, "This is I'm 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 like I'm, my face hurts from smiling." Lyndon Porco says his his performance in Leprechaun was inspired by Heath Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. 
<laughs> Are you kidding me? That's the dumb. <laughs> That's just what people say now when they when they act. They think they're acting really well. Oh man, go for it, poor guy. Dude, I bet you he doesn't even have a speaking line. <laughs> like fucking Hornswoggle. Didn't Hornswoggle's character not talk? Yeah, because the makeup like sealed his face. <laughs> And he was so proud of that role. Too. I, I actually never even watched that. We got to watch that too. Okay, that's what we're doing. We're gonna do. We're gonna do the the final two movies when the when that one comes out. We'll do them. Um, right. I think actually somebody. I think that's actually a Patreon pick. Um, all right. So this week we have we did Silent Rage to honor um, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Because you because you thought of blood rage. <laughs> um, somebody somebody has the midnight hour, an ABC Halloween movie. Um, let me see. Check the. Oh, somebody uh, somebody DM'd me about that. Yeah, it, so it's it, probably the person that recommended it. It's 1985. Let's see how long it is. Because if it's a full length movie, we can do that. 94 minutes. Oh shit. All right, let's do that. All right. All right, The Midnight Hour. I'm kind of excited for that. Ghouls just want to have fun. I like it. Nice tagline. LeVar Burton's in it. LeVar. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. Peter Dillowey. I don't know who anybody in this movie is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sherry Lynn Belafonte. Uh, Somebody's going to message us. Like... When we say shit like that, we're going to get messages that are like, oh, uh, just so you know, like, <clears throat> no offense to anyone that sent us messages, like, but after that Halloween six episode, I must have gotten a hundred messages being like, oh, by the way, that is the Myers house. And I was like, okay, I, I literally, it doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't change, doesn't change anything about it. It doesn't change anything about the way I felt about that movie. Um uh, yeah, and then a lot of people were telling us to watch the produ- the producer's cut of that. Yeah, I know. What's well, like? I think I'm happy with that movie. I think I like part six a lot. I don't need to see. Yeah, the producer's cut would probably ruin it for me, <laughs> dude. That's what I was thinking. I almost messaged them all. Like, no, I think I'm good. I'm all about Cult of Thorn now. <laughs> like, this is this is honestly a perfect film. <laughs> is Halloween six better than the new Halloween? Is it? I'm asking you. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not a jerk. Like, I want to, I want to, you know, hot, everyone likes a hot take, but that's, that, that's a little too spicy for me. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't say that. Like, just, I mean, in every way. I mean, I just like, I, I, I do like the Cult of Thorn now. Like, I kind of dig it. I kind of dig it. It's so fucking stupid that I, I just enjoy it now. So, anyway. Um, we're done with this. We're doing, what are we doing next week? The midnight hour. Yes. The midnight hour. So, um, that's it for me. I can't believe we made this into an hour episode. I thought it was going to be a half hour, (laughs) but, um, and Joe, Joe can't see Suspiria anymore. So if you were waiting for his Patreon episode, (laughs) you have to wait a little bit longer because they removed it from these motherfuckers. I have babysitting plans, everything for tomorrow. And my parents were like, Oh, what time are you guys going? Which I just, I never look up things. So I just right. show up yeah. and drop them off. So I was like, oh, let me see. Oh, fun fact. They took it out of all the theaters around me. So. It's crazy. I mean, it was crazy because uh, I don't know if you even said this in my uh, review, but the theater they put me in. So it was at this theater that I go to regularly. There was a room in the back I had never seen. And it was, it, it must be just for these small releases. And it was the recliner seats. Joe, there was only two two rows. Which which theater did you go to? Um, Plainville. Yeah, that's that's where we were planning on going uh, tomorrow. But but I've been to that theater a million times. Joe, yeah. this was out like all the way on the end. I didn't even know there was a theater in the back. And you walk all the way down there, and it was just two rows of recliners. Really? Yeah, it was super weird. Just two rows, and um, there was actually a decent amount of people there. But yeah, I checked. I was looking for another movie for me and my son to go see actually in the same theater and they had replaced every movie 
late in their run or that just wasn't doing well with the Grinch. Yeah. There, there's a hundred theaters for the Grinch. Don't even get me fucking fired up because now that's what I have to go take my wife to see tomorrow. <laughs> Scott Mosier directed it, uh, the producer of Clerks. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the you know you know you know, you know directors and their uh, animation. Should I, record, <laughs> should I record my Suspiria bonus up on, on the Grinch? Yes, please act like it's act like you were sat through Suspiria and just be like, it made no sense. It's so far from the original vision. <laughs> They changed. Hey. They changed Mother Suspiriorum to uh, this character named the Grinch. <laughs> Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, that would be good. I'm down with that. Yeah, you got to see that though. I'm sure if it's going to get pulled from theaters and then it'll be on demand like very soon, I imagine. Yeah, I'll steal it like I intended to in the first place. <laughs> I, I I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Who gives a shit anymore? Uh, anyway, guys, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, so many people are going to be mad about that. <laughs> Dude, they're 100%. They might not message us, but we'll probably get a few unfollows. And fun fact, I won't notice because I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> and then, anyway, we got to st- end this. This is a very hostile end to the episode. Um, Facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com. I'm on uh, uh I'm on Instagram at I hate horror. Matt Boognish nineteen eighty five. And that's a wrap. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. That's it, guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.